Okay, I'm, I'm Diana Pritchard, and I work for the Centre for Learning and Excellence, um, and I have um, I, I work on curriculum development, particularly around employability and sustainability. And I'm I'm Steve Kendall. I'm I'm very grateful for the award of the PhD, but I have to tell you I don't deserve it. <laughs> um, I mean, at any level, I'm I'm, I'm mere Mr. Steve Kendall, and I, I work in the University Centre for Academic partnerships and I'm, I'm a widening participation sort of a person. And I'm Faith Mantenga, I'm a second year business student management um, at the Bitburger University. What we're, what we're wanting to outline to you briefly is uh, a project in which we've been involved together um, which has given students of the university, undergraduate students of the university, the opportunity to participate quite intensively in research projects alongside uh, the, the academic staff who are involved with the delivery of their undergraduate programs. And, uh, um, just to give you a bit of, a bit, a bit of context, the, the University of Bedfordshire is an access institution. It's it's probably the the one thing that it kind of inarguably knows about itself um, is that it's an institution whose purposes um, crucially include the generation of opportunities for students to participate in higher education who might not otherwise have had those opportunities. Um, Many of our students will have had limited experience of uh, the professional workplace. Um, it's a critical thing for a university like ours uh, that we are able to make uh, a strong claim on employability. It's a priority for us that our, that our students um, go out into the world and are able to obtain graduate level employment and to make their way in the world and not simply uh, become markers for the, uh, the, the student loan book. Um, we as a university actually have only fairly recently begun to reflect on the relationship uh, between the involvement of, of students in research type activities throughout their undergraduate studies and their employability. We probably have a, a, a rather airy and rhetorical uh, understanding of that, but we've only recently begun to uh, examine that in, uh, in, 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 in better detail. Um, we're aware that our increasing interest in this is part of a general interest in the possibilities of engaging students as, as partners in in, in learning, and again, to move beyond the kind of rhetorical utterances around that to, to, to actually doing it. So what we set out to discover was the ways in which research undertaken within undergraduate study could be used to enhance student employability in a context where the students typically come from a widening participation background and are in an institution which is characterised by 
uh, an emphasis on that wider access mission. And the project itself was a pilot project for something we're going to do next, and we're going to ask your help um, in the second half of this half hour um, to help us reflect on the precise nature of what we're going to do with it. But a pilot program last summer, which we referred to as the Student Research Ship. And we did this as a collaboration across <coughs> the university. Um, collaboration across the university is an easy thing to say, not always quite such an easy thing um, to do. Um, but it was genuinely a collaboration between academic staff, students, colleagues from the Centre for Learning Excellence, colleagues from my area, and in fact um, a wider constituency than those three areas, um, because there were staff involved or colleagues involved from the Careers Service um, and from the Student Union and from other functions and agencies within the university as well. And the research that we got the students doing had a sustainability focus. The, the, the initial impetus was to investigate issues around teaching and learning around sustainability. And that, that jived in with the research and teaching interests of the academics who were involved, who all volunteered, um, were all keen to take part and were not... Uh, subject to the levels of um, agonising persuasion to which sometimes I've tried to subject uh, my, my academic colleagues or volunteers. Okay, I realise that we think we're a good um, session to have after lunch because ours involves lots of yeah, jumping so up and down. <laughs> okay, so if you like a disparate group of of, um, of students and academics and professionals from, from different units then. We came together and we realised that around um, research and initiative involving undergraduates in research, we had the opportunity of, um, of, of, of pushing, of thinking about several areas that were relevant for our distinct areas of, of practice. On the one hand, those academics, the ones who volunteered, and this is key by the way, because these should enthusiasm. The year, because the theme, as, as Steve has indicated, was sustainability, this group, the emerging group of academics um, who are wanting to push both research and teaching agendas in this area, we wanted to actually learn from students or with students what were the curriculum issues that we could generate from, from this, which were relevant to engage students um, as well as address the employability. So curriculum design was a very strong um, objective for us in exploring this initiative. Um, but so too was the whole issue of, of research, because in looking at the employability agenda, we hear, as I think you've probably been aware yourselves, that so much is on the pedagogical responses to it, and on the issues of experience, and yes, reflection. But where does that leave um, the activity of research, and, and what, what, through undergraduate research, might be effective in delivering on, on the employability agenda? So we wanted to think about that too. Likewise, what was the type of support mechanisms that we could, realistically, this is the issue, and we'll return to it at the end, um, and feasibly, how, how could we further um, foment the research agenda in an undergraduate curriculum? Um, the opportunity of us from different departments also gave us an opportunity of looking at um, 
or talking across disciplines. Again, you know, discipline silos and all that. So what were the other added benefits that came from the dialogues across that? But also to develop some institutional practice in the early days of academic and student collaboration. And of course, to ask if this is going to be a realistic or a productive model, might it be worth replicating? And if so, in what way? Okay, very briefly, there were three research ships. These are the three, one from which Faith um, worked on, management and business systems. Um, we have one construction. And the third one was a molecular sampling technique. This was laboratory based from the Department of Life Science. Academics themselves thought about and with uh, myself and Steve defined the area. It coincided with their own research interest or represented for them addressed an issue that they had for, uh, that they thought was relevant to, to their teaching. So it was a teaching or research um, interest that these titles came, came, um, came for. <coughs> so in terms of activities, th this one was lab-based and these two, of which Faith was a part, were looking at actual, the, the institution itself, academics and students, and students in feeder colleges and their perceptions about sustainability and how to um, better address it in our curriculum. So the interesting thing, again, in terms of repli rep um, the replication of this model was the selection criteria. Again, bearing in mind a, a widely participation institution, we actually left it with the academics to come up to, for them to decide how they would like to select <laughs> students. Who were the students they would like to work with and how would they select them? And we actually, by coincidence, <laughs> had three different models coming. One, in case of faith, was the academic wanted to actually write a terms of reference, put it out, um, circulate it to the students, and get them to actually make an application as if they would for a job. So that was also gaining them experience in, in reflecting on their skills and, um, and how they would be to present themselves as being um, the successful candidate. And then the other two were targeted. One, because she was itching and um, or she was very excited about sustainability and was an obvious candidate for her academic because she was already, already there and enthusiastic and wanted to do more. The other was a student who, um, who, has, who was identified for her potential not her academic, um, her strength, but for her potential. So, we selected, as it turned out, the three selected were all women, two were mature, but all three had caring responsibilities, and in many ways they're very representative of our student body. We paid them at the living wage, and it was the idea was to do this over the summer, and that by paying them they were there for us to grill <laughs> and, and to question. So we felt that gave us um, a stronger basis by which we could, we could call on them. Each research project had its own distinct um, activities, but broadly, whereas the lab-based one was um, involved a student coming nine to five, scheduled research timetable. She came nine to five to her lab to do her work and met her supervisors and others, etc., in, 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 the, in the labs. The other two had much more suppose, guided or independent learning. Guided to the extent that, to some extent, we gave, um, we shared reading materials and said, read this, but then go on and, and identify further, further uh, material should you wish. Um, and perhaps in the case of Rosie, who was the third, third one, hers was really quite the, the most independent learning. She was the one who already had 
um, an interest, and she effectively generated, um, came back saying, I'm really, I found this is really interesting. So different modes, if you like, there. Throughout, we, we, we participated and we talked and we reflected. So um, there was there was this co-creation of learning and sharing opportunities that we created in group meetings. So, likewise, as the as the research was beginning to be um, or research findings were were emerging, there was a similar opportunity both on a one-to-one but also in a group basis to actually. Um, talk about the findings and where the students could then go on, etc. So both formal meetings, um, but also in informal exchanges. There was also um, a, a blog that we set up for students to actually then put in their logs about issues that they were finding and coming across, that they found challenging. But the idea there was for both them in making the entrance around reflection with, to learn the skill and the value of reflect, critical reflection as well as ourselves because this was also new for us. So it was a very strong mutual learning um, exercise. And then finally, the students um, were, and it's, that's, it's ongoing actually, going to present their findings to feeder colleges. Um, as part of the research ship, um, I interviewed academics, I ran focus groups with students, and I managed to interview at least one business. Um, this is um, one of the focus groups we held. We held this one with um, second year students. They are all in the business management um, depart department. Um, it was interesting um, that um, not many were aware of the connectivity between sustainability and businesses. And um, after this focus group, um, for students to realize the links, the importance of sustainability and how um, to apply the various um, issues relating to, um, to sustainability. Um, uh, it was um, interesting um, to find out that um, students preferred to go out um, to visit sites, landfill sites, to learn about um, sustainability. Because the lecture room can only give you so much, and we're talking about real issues um, that businesses are facing, uh, the world is changing, and the old textbook models on, on businesses were not catering enough about the issues that we're talking about. And so by doing this, there was a lot, and these are these were first-year students who had just come in and were so enthusiastic about going out there, learning. They, they needed that um, connectivity between their studies and, and access to businesses. Um, and um, from some of, of the outcomes from and findings, as I mentioned, was that students were keen to go out and learn firsthand and understand um, academics, um, there is no model in place as yet to teach about sustainability. So it's trying to find out um, how to teach it and the skills that came back were, you know, research, ship, um, sorry, research skills, um, having knowledge of um, climate change and um, 
you know, the ability to, you know, to look at the, uh, the world with, with, with a common sense and to be able to um, understand the different factors um, affecting that. And businesses, the one business that I interviewed was 3M, and um, the gentleman was talking about the flexibility to come to an environment because he started off, um, his position was not what he started off as, but he's now moved to environment and sustainability. So that flexibility to, to encompass all the things that businesses um, face. Um, those are the um, our findings from the, the different groups that I interviewed. For myself, I, as if I started this summer of my first year, it was daunting because I didn't understand much about sustainability. I had to learn about it. It was a lot of independent learning and, um, and direction from Diana was you know, it was crucial to, to, to this research because I, I needed someone to lean on and um, I, I got that. Um, you know, the ability to gather information, to apply that information, to report back that information to Diana. I'd never done a focus group before and um, the ability to, because the skills that I learned during this researchship are the skills that I will take to my final year, to my dissertation. I'm starting, I'm, I'm already starting my dissertation proposal now and I know I will be working on sustainability issues because that's an interest I didn't have before but it's an interest that's opened up you know pathways for me and um, that's been interesting. Okay, in fact, in terms of the research findings about the subject sustainability, um, we're not going to dwell on much now, because even though that was, if you like, the, the, uh, there was a tangible aspect, for the purposes of this presentation, it's probably best to, to, to leave that aside. It's the other learning um, that, that came out. And um, Faith has mentioned um, her, her response. We had one of the others saying, this pilot gave me the confidence to give up my menial job and start thinking proactively about working in projects that are of my personal interest, hinting here obviously about the issues and the contributions to more aspirational um, aspects, which I presume were at the core of the previous um, presentation, um, which unfortunately we missed. Um, opening our eyes to other career options, again, very, very um, key here for um, our student body in particular. So more systematically then, there were subject knowledge, there were, as, as Faith has indicated, some learning regarding <coughs> reinforcing of some of the academic learning and contributing to and reinforcing and expanding your, your understanding of your own field, of their own fields. So direct academic benefits, but we think as equally as important some of those soft and transferable skills which are so um, key to to a student being able to um, develop themselves during their career um, and be able to, um, to present themselves um, for career options but also for employers should they be going on to, to work. So there's this issue then, uh, there's the soft skills about presentation, about, about making presentations and talking across disciplines and also with professionals, something that they wouldn't necessarily have because of their background previous experience, but also the, the transformations in, in terms of self-esteem and, and confidence. So we think these are very solid um, benefits that came out of this. We also learned um, the experience and practice of um, critical reflection um, and are beginning or continuing, I suppose, to develop a um, an institutional experience of um, student and academic collaborations and 
so I said at the beginning that we went into this from the point of view of ourselves as a, an access-focused institution. We think that the things we began to do gave the students access to a level and depth of interaction with academic colleagues and others that they would otherwise not readily have obtained. Uh, we know from talking to them, and you can see it in, in faith, that the activities in, in which they were engaged enhanced their confidence and developed their, their sense of agency as, as learners. Dinah referred to the students going back uh, to talk to the colleges. The university has a number of partner colleges from among whom these students were recruited. And there's a program going on at the moment uh, where the students are going back into those colleges and talking about their experience of undertaking this research program and factoring that into the prospect of progression to higher education for their peer students. Um, we, we know that the experience increased the students' appreciation of and understanding of the value of their life skills, that it raised their career aspirations. It suggested to us ways of rethinking our, our widening participation practice. I, I've been involved in various forms of widening participation activity and policy over uh, a very large number of years. I, I cannot hardly recall an occasion with which I've been involved where the prospect of involvement in research was part of the package that we were setting out to prospective students in higher education. Now that may be different, it may be perhaps doesn't come through uh, for me so strongly because I don't work in a research intensive institution but I suspect there's more to it than that and that actually that we don't bring research as part of the student experience as much into the foreground when pitching the benefits of the higher education experience and for me that's one of the key learning points that, that, that comes through and clearly what we've mentioned already uh, the, the, the opportunity of working in this way um, of developing genuine co-creation of the curriculum uh, with, with students in, in a way which enhances our experience of teaching, their experience of, of learning as well. Okay, well, I, I'm mindful of the fact that we're, we're, we're moving on. We want to open up as much as possible to, um, to hear from you. So in, in, in summary then, I think that for us the issues are clearly this was quite resource intensive. Um, is this something that we should, should or could replicate, in fact, go and, and through, through, through the university and push for this in a sort of prize type scenario to offer this for the faculties as, as, a, as, a, as a competitive ongoing thing? Or should we try and pick out what might be reproducible in terms of the experience and actually look to, if you like, make sure that it's an offered en masse? Now, um, I'll add on to that, that second option to say that as a consequence of the experience of um, Ezra, who's the one who did the lab-based work over the summer, was that there has been already a curriculum change being made and that the life science department is actually making a two-week solid consignment because they could see that the experience for the student of working 
the solid time in sort of replicated work type of scenario of two, two weeks going in um, was, was a very different qualitative experience than her doing the, or students doing the odd two-hour session, lab session. It was a, gave her a very much stronger feel. And incidentally, in terms of learning, she decided she does not want to be <laughs> working in a lab. But that's great, because there's massive learning coming from that. She learned lots about herself and her own, her other life skills. She understood the value of what she, what she was bringing to, to the student experience, because in her lab work, she was meeting with others and some other or some clever young sparks who she who, who she could see didn't know how to manage their time or organise themselves, and she, with her caring abilities, realised, hey, you know, I'm, I might not be an A star student, but I I, I know how to organise my time, and um, she realised many other um, aspects of what she was she was bringing and what she which were integral to her as she was thinking of the next next stage. So, so that this is the challenge then for us. It seems that all round it was very successful. But how can we replicate it? And it is this replicable? So perhaps we can open up the floor to that. Okay, thank you. Very much.